0: All right, let's talk about a story that is actually a monumentally giant story, for lack of a better phrase. And it has everything to do with some stunning events uh, of a 70-year-old standoff between the U.S. and North Korea. I mean, we are headed into uncharted territory as President Donald Trump and Korean leader Kim Jong-un agree to meet. Here is a comment from the South Korean National Security Director about that possible meeting from Chung Yeou yong President Trump appreciated
1: the briefing and said he would meet Kim Jong-un by May to achieve permanent denuclearization. The Republic of Korea, along with the United States, Japan, and our many partners around the world remain fully and resolutely committed to the complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula, along with President Trump, we are optimistic about continuing a diplomatic process to test the possibility of a peaceful resolution.
0: So, this is a decision said to be made by Trump, and is in contrast, I think, with what U.S. officials had reported earlier, saying that the conditions were not quite there yet to move ahead. Well. Unless Mr. Trump changes his mind and it does not look like he's going to or um, whether Un is playing games, this thing could actually move ahead. The how, what, the where, the when all remain a mystery. But Korea has signaled it is ready to compromise. And Trump seems to be showing he's willing uh, to keep choking them off with tariffs. Either way this is going to be a truly historic turning point if it happens in the world. I want to bring in Lee Humphreys, of course, to the conversation. He is an international security intelligence expert. Good to have you with us tonight.
1: Good to be with you again.
0: Characterize this, if you will, um, of just what this means, if in fact it happens.
1: Well, it's certainly groundbreaking in the sense that uh, it's never occurred before. There's never even been a hint of a president-to-president uh, president meeting over the, the last three generations of, of Kim uh, dictators and it never before has North Korea not demanded Uh, at least one precondition, which was at at the very least the end of joint South Korean-U.S. military exercises uh, as a precondition to any form of talks. Often they've they've ramped it up to say you must roll back sanctions, you must suspend sanctions, and then we'll talk. Uh, But in this case, they've acknowledged uh, that U.S. military exercises Uh, can continue uh, until the talks, and and that they understand that sanctions won't be lifted. And the Trump administration reiterated that last night. So you've got two guys,
0: both equally um, very unique. Mr. uh, Kim Jong-un is, uh, you know, these are two very interesting characters, I'll just put it that, both very... Um, strong characters and both stand for what they believe and don't run to anyone else's beat. But again, both of them are uh, also very unpredictable. And so what does a meeting between these two look like? I mean, who would be in the room? Where would that meeting be held?
1: Well, that's a great uh, question about who would be with uh, Mr. Trump. We we could... Presume that uh, it may well be, uh, you know, similar to, to past meetings between Soviet presidents and, and United States presidents, where in some cases, uh, <clears throat> towards the end of uh, uh, the Reagan administration, it was simply Mr. Reagan and Mr. Gorbachev together. Uh, in other cases, it involved the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, Secretary of Commerce, Secretary of the Treasury, all kinds of support staff. Uh, ambassadors that lay the groundwork, etc., as to where that—that that again is another great question. They have the uh, Peace House uh, along the DMZ that has been used uh, countless times uh, throughout uh, the past fifty, sixty years to uh, negotiate small, uh, small efforts. Um, or there could be a—you know—as as we saw in Iceland with Mr. Gorbachev and Mr. Reagan, uh, we could have a, a third neutral location where both leaders agree to travel to.
0: Am I am I kind of putting my tinfoil hat on and and too conspiracy uh, theory uh, to suggest that um, you know they would both be guarded? I mean, you know, what kind of security would be needed for that kind of of event?
1: Well, that I I suspect if anything delays this uh, event all the way into May, which was sort of the deadline that was set uh, by both sides, it would be the concerns of the uh, Secret Service. I mean, Kim the idea that kim would try and assassinate uh the united states president uh seems a bit ridiculous on its face but as you said um lord knows with this uh with this man he has uh killed relatives he has killed close confidants in in some of the most uh ghoulish and and uh and uh horrific ways However, um, I could only suspect that the Secret Service would uh, set up a series of parameters and, and, uh, and they would have um, chemical sniffing mm-hmm. devices in place, nuclear sniffing devices in place, electronic devices in place to, uh, to eliminate all electronic activity within the area. Um, but it, it would be a tough haul for the Secret Service, and I would imagine that will be the holdup if there is any.
0: And so as far as um, the the seriousness, I mean, do you look at this like it could be possibly a stunt? I mean, could this be used for propaganda purposes? Or do you get the sense that that, that we are in a new territory where it's much more um, authentic than we've seen?
1: Well, I'm of two minds. I mean, I, if anything, when, when President Trump got elected and he began this new detente with China, uh, and attempting to leverage uh, a better trade deal for China with the United States, they wouldn't uh, label China as currency manipulators if they helped with North Korea. That I, I saw this actually uh, as probably the strongest reason for for Trump's presidency to continue at the time, uh, because you know it was something very unique and something outside of what's been tried over the last thirty or forty years. Uh, by the so-called experts. And yeah, he's having success. I think uh, North Korea uh, is on bended knee financially. They're they're definitely running out of hard currency. Um, the U.S. Has, has moved heaven and earth to block every ability for a North Korean citizen working abroad, either in Russia or in China, from sending currency back home. Um, they've done a great deal to expose... Rogue Chinese ships, rogue Russian ships that were refueling with oil or coal uh, in breach of the sanctions, and that's uh, caused both of those countries to pull that back. So, you know, I honestly think between the the rush to get his IBC ICBM program into production, the rush to miniaturize his uh, 250 kiloton uh, nuclear warhead, and the cost of running a nation, he's running out of money. And and some folks are saying by October he's going to be flat broke. Mm -hmm. So uh, this may well be something that he sees the ability to trade a nuclear weapons program uh, in exchange for his regime surviving and having a massive conventional military that would keep the South Koreans at bay. Mm -hmm. And at best, he could hope for a reduction in the U.S. military presence on the peninsula as a step forward.
0: And what about China and Russia? How would they be viewing this?
1: Well, I think what China wants is North Korea to survive. They want a buffer between a democratic state and their own state. Uh, Russia's an outlier. Russia's really in the -the stir-the-pot business uh, these days. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if any concession that uh, China makes uh, that that says, you know, you need to work with the United States, Russia might be secretly whispering in Kim's ear, we can fill that vacuum.
0: Yeah. But, you know, interesting, it's just crazy enough it might work. If Mr. Trump is successful, uh, he would be a history-making president for, well, again.
1: Yeah, well, at the end of the day, um, as surprising as it may sound, um, you know, we've all been taught that when you're dealing with a bully, the best way to deal with that bully is to stand up to him and confront him. And no president to date has really stood up and said, here is my giant stick, here is my aircraft carriers, here are my uh, nuclear-equipped bombers, and they're moving into position, and I'm not going to screw around. And maybe just the, the erratic nature of, of President Trump and his tweets and things like that were enough to make uh, um, uh, Kim Il-jung uh, take a hard look at uh, um, what he was doing. And and maybe he thought, maybe this guy's just crazy enough to take that next step that no other president is, has been willing to take. Or yeah. Kim Jong-un.
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I understand. But thank you so much for your insight. I always enjoy no talking to you. I appreciate it.
1: Okay. we take will uh, Have a great night.
0: We will stay tuned. That is uh, Lee Humphrey joining me on this. Uh, look, the only thing that would take this to a different level now is if, uh, what's that basketball? Dennis Rodman. If he takes Dennis Rodman, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That would just be insanity.